Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and grateful that you've joined us again. If you are a returning listener, I sincerely appreciate your loyalty. Always open for suggestions on what might be amazing content for you. And if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I do hope that this isn't the last time you're here. I hope to provide you amazing value to elevate yourself or people in your community. So I'm not going to start with this week's theme, though we have been in the season of a little bit of self-doubt for leaders because we kick off the year with all kinds of plans, initiatives, team forming, et cetera. And then sometimes we get to the second quarter of the year for which we're no longer performing. But before going into the lesson, I do want to give you an update. Uh, last episode, we talked about what was on my mind, and my dog, Reagan, um, was not feeling well. He had been diagnosed with diabetes, for which we were, as parents, as family members, working hard to get that under control. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he um, took a turn for the worse very, very, very quickly, and uh, he didn't make it, and we had to put him down uh, this last week. So it has been very, very challenging to uh, get things going again. Um, and just, uh, you know, for those of you that don't know Reagan, he has always been my bodyguard, my protector, and also he has made cameo appearances on this podcast for that. <laughs> I am so grateful. Um, but again, it's it's a little bit of a troubling time for us. Um, you know, I've shared a few of the details with you, but there has been a significant mental load on what could we have done differently? Did we provide the best care? Did we see the signs earlier? And the funny thing is, as we think about this, my husband and I were talking that six months ago, we thought he was slowing down a little bit and we did have him checked out and everything was fine. He was just simply slowing down. But again, when we got the news and uh, and then all of a sudden he proceeded to get sicker and sicker, we um, had to make the tough decisions such that he didn't suffer. So it is despite uh, amazing memories that we have had together as parents, as relatives, as leaders, you know, when we have these things happen in our lives, we can carry an extremely heavy load, but we still must carry on. And so taking that, and I don't mean to be on a low note, again, I want to share these things with you because again, it's you and I building a relationship. I feel comfortable sharing a little bit about my life with you while we are on this journey together to help you be amazingly successful. So let's move into our topic a little bit. It is about the mental load of a leader. I want to share a little bit of a story that may be able to draw parallels to your situation. I want you, while I'm sharing a bit about myself, to think about your situation and when have you been mentally very, very challenges. 
So for me, in my last role, there came a point of tremendous chaos. And as you might recall, I'd been the head or vice president of quality for an organization. And my team was scrambling to keep up with the different quality issues that were simultaneously popping up in multiple sites. One could say it was the perfect storm. And while we were swift to identify the problems and moved quickly to deploy resources and establish information processes to manage all of those, it soon became overwhelming. And while extra hours and ultimately even more resources were deployed to manage the situations and get them under control, as well as determine the root cause, the load was extraordinary. And I remember coming home to my husband and saying, something's going to need to change because I can't seem to mentally unwind and see my way out of the stress. And it was one of those inflection points for which I remember deeply and never want to return. And it's the same state of being I see in so many C-suite leaders, founders, CEOs that I'm very hypersensitive to and why I want to provide some thoughts about how to manage this mental load and hopefully help you navigate through them with more confidence. And so sharing a bit about myself, I now want to turn to you. So having shared a little bit about myself, I want you to maybe close your eyes, just pause, close your laptop, close your mobile device, and just think about yourself. When have you ever felt totally mentally overloaded and just felt helpless? I want to provide you a little bit of my thoughts about how this might be able to help you navigate, because ultimately you want to be able to come out on the other side with clarity and renewed focus on the work that you have to do as a leader. So I'll be sharing the framework in just a moment. I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead and inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote The CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven-point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months. And it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my products the CEO's Compass, and order yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now, back to the conversation. So, framework. Again, as I said, I am not a rocket scientist. This is not so difficult, but sometimes when we put it out there, when you're in one of these moments, or also think about a team member or somebody that's a peer that may be going through mental overload, think about these points as ways we might be able to see our ways through. So the first one, pause and acknowledge it. (laughs) It happens and sometimes without warning, and it's not always your fault. Really, Is it your fault? It could be a set of circumstances, the ecosystem, the environment that just came together for which now you're failing mentally overloaded it. So pause and acknowledge it. But what I will say and suggest to you is simply shut the door and breathe. (laughs) Turn down your laptop, silence your phone, and just 
be for a few minutes. Close your eyes and recognize the feeling and bring yourself down. Maybe clean out some files. Maybe clean off that whiteboard. What are your plans? Just something to break the spiraling and feeling frazzled sensation. Pause and just acknowledge it. So next, as we are high performers, and I know that after we get through a little bit of breathing, we will probably want to just do something. So here's my advice for you. So you want to prioritize the next move. Do you need to reach out for help? Do you need to just whiteboard all the issues to see everything so that you can prioritize what you work on and who can help you? And maybe time block what you will work on today and not work on so that you can get real focus and gain some clarity. It's about working on the critical few and pause on the less important. Your leadership is needed now more than ever. Simply prioritize for your next move. Now, this next one is hard. (laughs) I'm also telling you to be patient. Be patient with yourself for not doing the routine work as you can ask for forgiveness, delegate, (laughs) delay, or even miss a week on doing something. How often have you sent out that report and nobody responds to it? Maybe nobody will miss it if you don't send it out this week. You are a super human, but you don't have to be a superhuman all the time. If you're worried about other things not getting done, time block it for getting it done in the future and when you have the time to focus on it. So again, be patient and give yourself a little grace. Now, this next point is really depending on where you get your source of energy. You may want to spend some time in private or with more people time. So where is your source of energy? I know introverts often like to go to a private, quiet place, and extroverts often like to just talk to people, verbalize, be with people, etc., because it gives you a new source of energy. Now, I personally prefer to be alone, but also, and God bless my husband, (laughs) I like to verbalize a lot about how I'm feeling and that I'm okay. I also prefer walks or running to get out the excess energy and gain clarity. I mean, even today, as we think about my dog, Reagan, I needed to run. I needed to run. And then I proceeded afterwards to take the same walk, the same route that Reagan and I took. And it was very calming and exactly what I needed. Now, this last point is probably the most important. We've talked about pausing and acknowledging it prioritize your next move, be patient with yourself, and determine where you want to spend your time, whether in private or with people, to get some energy back. But I just want to leave this last point from the framework is clarity is the ultimate goal of mental overload. And I'll say it again. Clarity is the ultimate goal of mental overload. When you're in mental overload, it is times like this where lightning strikes or maybe you need a compass and find your true north and find your way to the end game. I remember one time, and I'll tell you, I really don't like running. (laughs) It's a love-hate relationship with me, but I will tell you, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I was going through a, a really difficult time, and out of it came a framework for me. I just, something, I just said, I need to bring this together. I need to bring the team together. Otherwise, I just can't do it alone. I, I just don't have enough energy. And then it came to me, the framework of one, one team working in one way towards one goal. Simple 
and clear. Not difficult, but it resonated with me. The framework of one was working as one team, working in one way towards one goal. And there you had it. And after I had that running experience and this clarity came for me, ultimately I had renewed energy and I was ready to face the challenges I had that time and achieve the success that I needed. So there you have it. Pause, prioritize, have patience, spend time in private or with people. And remember, clarity is the ultimate goal of mental overload. Now, let me come back to me a little bit. Reagan, uh, on a personal note, is that my husband and I are still in a place where we're mentally challenged. We're going through the phases of grief. We talk to each other. We've been cleaning our home and spending the time that what we need to get re-energized. Uh, we've put away some of his things, displayed others. And through this, we realize he made us complete as a family. We're still a strong family for which we're grateful he protected us. He kept us grounded in routine. He kept us moving and showered us with much love. His mission is complete. And we are grateful we found him and he claimed us. And that's the clarity amidst the mental overload that we've been experiencing. And now I turn to you. Tag. You're it. You have the framework. Pause, prioritize, be patient, spend time in private or with people. And ultimately, you will find the clarity that you need to get you out of mental overload. And so I hope that was helpful for you, but I also don't want you to do this alone. I mean, I'm just going to push you a little bit. If you're having any of these challenges right now, write it down. Write it down, take some accountability, look at it, put it away for a day, come back to it, and then say, you know what, I think I can do it. If I could just break it down into these individual pieces, maybe today you simply pause and you just don't do any more work that day. Clean out your files and just give yourself a pause. The next day, roll up your sleeves, write everything down on a whiteboard, et cetera. Just chunk it down into the steps you're going to take. And keep some accountability, keep it front and center. And just, I promise you, if you take one step every day, every week, you're going to move yourself out of the place of overload and gain the clarity that you need. But I'll also say to you, if you need more help, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, direct message me, or go to my website, dropinceo.com and my contact page. Reach out to me, just schedule a few minutes with me just to talk about your situation, get to know each other, as well as maybe I can impart some thoughts with you. And the last thing that I want to offer to you, because I find that a few people are really, really benefiting from this, is my twice a month drop-in CEO collective, my forum to bring together C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow to talk about how to be more visible when they're networking, be respected, be memorable with people. We also talk about topics like this. We provide frameworks. We provide some lessons and education. And then finally, we give people the opportunity for spot coaching. It's complimentary. I just want to see people struggle less and navigate their challenges with confidence. And so I invite you to go over to my website, dropinceo.com, click on products and check out the Drop-In CEO Collective and find out and get on our list and you will be scheduled for our next meeting. And so there you have it. All I want to do is help you sharing my own stories sharing my insights from my experiences, both personally as well as with customers and clients. 
I'm hoping that this has been valuable to you. Again, thank you for those who are returning to the podcast and many, many thanks for those of you who have just met me. And I do hope to continue to provide you value and maybe meet you someday. So there you have it. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the podcast where I sincerely hope this has been beneficial to you. And I just want to say thank you and wish you well and much success. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.